the Laps Factor Podcast. What is up, college lacrosse fans and lacrosse fans in general? We're now going to pivot, uh, thanks to the coronavirus, or no thanks to the coronavirus, into doing our 2020 college uh, season in review uh, before it really even got underway. And then we'll talk just real quick at the end of this about a little bit of uh, PLL news as we're going into it, and we're going to transition now, and hopefully the NLL will get back underway so we can start covering that, and then we'll go into the pro season as they get off. Before I get into that, I wanted to say a little bit about our sponsor, Cy- Headline swap, best place to buy and sell lacrosse gear, hard to find college gear, pre-owned heads, shafts, helmets, and more up to 70% off retail list gear, collecting dust in your garage and sideline swap will send you a prepaid label when it sells. And one of the things we're going to do is there's a link in the description. You can go to sidelineswap.com or there's a link in the description below, but we're also going to link to our sideline swap store where we're going to link away to some of the, the items that we have here. I've only wore this once. I don't even remember where I wore this at, but we're going to put this up on our sideline swap store. So that's one of them that goes up. And then if you go to laxfactor.com, we also sell our own retail products, hats, t-shirts, and things, things that have to do with the podcast, but also things that have to do with nothing. So we had a bunch of samples. We're getting back into the printing business. So we're actually going to print team gear. So you can actually, if you have uh, team gear that you need to order for this summer, come to us, go to laxfactor.com, just uh, uh, fill out the, the quote form at the bottom and we can give you a quote. We'll get pricing up there and things like that. But over the years, some stuff that we've had, whoops, I'm whacking my mic, some stuff that we've had printed. Here was a local club team keep bumping the mic we had stuff printed for actually the inside of this the inside of this one is way worth showing boom look at that dillinger's and then we've got this one up here this one is going to be on laxfactor.com and actually this exact version is going to be on laxfactor.com never worn it's one of the you know we, we had created this for a club team somewhere and we always order samples for ourselves so we're getting rid of our samples. So if you go to laxfactor.com, any of the new never worn samples that we have, those will now be listed for sale on our website. Most of them are going to be in my size. So they'll be XXLs, not XXLs, but uh, extra large in between. They're kind of big size, extra large. Uh, so some of you fat guys or, or grown men that still want to wear some uh, reversibles, you can go to laxfactor.com and get those. And like I said, you can also go to our sideline swap store and see what we have up there. This one is also going to be sold. So if you wanted to buy this one, you can go to laxfactor.com, purchase this one. Like I said, anything that has never been worn going up on laxfactor.com, anything that has ever been worn before will go up on sideline swap links in the description below. <coughs> Sorry. Okay. So let's get into this here. Uh, we're going to talk real quickly. The coronavirus has fucked up all of our shit. It has screwed up our seasons. Um, it has screwed up what we were all going to watch. It has screwed up the lives of a lot of, co- not the lives. Let's not be too melodramatic here. I mean, it is, it is screwed up some stuff and has wrecked some scenarios for some guys right now that they're all going to have to, you know, kind of regroup and figure it out. Um, lacrosse is my jam. I like talking about it. Uh, the fact when it, once it became real, that Holy crap, they really made just cancel the season completely. I was like, Oh shit. I was sad for myself just because I love doing this podcast and I love reporting on it. I love watching lacrosse more than anything, just watching it. You know, I love hitting games, all that stuff. So to have it canceled was crazy. And then just to, to, to know, to have an idea of what these kids must feel like getting ready for a season like this. I mean, I know what it felt like being a kid uh, in upstate New York playing where you're preparing, you're preparing, you have your first game scheduled and it gets canceled because of snow. 
Uh, that was heartbreaking back in the day. I can't imagine having a whole cancel or a whole season just nixed like this, especially for the college kids. Uh, it's got to be really painful. So all of them, they did get red shirts. So I don't know how that plays for the freshmen. You know, it's going to pretty much spread a lot of talent out for the next handful of years, I suspect. So it might change the landscape of college lacrosse a little bit in the sense that we may end up seeing a lot of high level talent that was going to go to some of the blue bloods or that had decided on where to go based on that team's need the following season. And certain teams, like if you just take a Syracuse, for instance, they had uh, an attackman graduating. They had a young attackman playing. So they kind of next year, Syracuse, is going to have an attack spot open and they have a really highly highly uh, sought after kid coming in Uh, but now that Rafis gets another year if Rafis decides to stay what does that do for the recruiting and you're going to see this all over the country you look at Yale uh, um, uh, Morrill would have been done this year now he's obviously in the Ivy League Morrill may have to transfer to play unless the Ivy does grant these kids the ability to uh, red shirt and stay within the Ivy, but it's going to, it's going to play out weird and oddly for the next handful of years. But what we may see is a lot of that talent spreading back out. Some of these really highly sought after recruits that were going to the known, you know, the big cat teams that typically grab these guys, you may see them decide not to go. You look at a uh, Virginia where they have um, uh, Kraus was graduating, you know, now Michael Kraus can come back and that changes the landscape of the UVA attack and their midfield, uh, you know, so Docs Aitken, you know, Costabile, all these guys, if they decide to stay, what's it do to the recruiting class coming in if some of these guys were planning on playing and filling those holes? So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. It also sucks for the teams that had a shot at winning the national championship. I think this year of all years, last year, everybody kind of knew going into the season that Penn State and um, Yale we're going to be top contenders. And then, you know, it ends up being won in the end by UVA, was, which I don't think too many people were picking UVA as a national champion, even though that UVA had a really, really solid team, especially early on after they lost a couple of games early. Um, so it stinks for teams like Syracuse that had just gotten the number one ranking and was going to get an, a, a, a couple of tough games coming up against Rutgers and um, who else were they going to play? Cornell and uh, I think they had Duke coming up. So Syracuse was about to get to try to prove whether or not they deserve to be number one. They had a really good shot at the title. Penn State obviously had a really good shot. UVA, despite a couple of losses, still a really good shot. People were really excited about North Carolina and and the things that Chris Gray did to infuse that offense. They were very exciting to watch. Yale, obviously, yes, they lost a game or two, but still. Yale was primed and they were ready to go. Cornell was looking good. And then let's not forget about what Mike Sowers was doing to start this season in terms of just leading Princeton right to the top. And Princeton was a a highly ranked team again and doing well Um, in terms of Tawarton consideration. Michael Grant Amet coming into the season, everybody figured Grant Amet probably had this on lock. Even I thought Sowers should get it, but I thought that Amet was still a lock. And Amet, 13 goals, 32 helpers, 45 points over seven games. Mike Sowers, 16 goals, 31 assists, 47 points after five games. And it's not like Sowers played a bunch of chumps. Amet didn't either. Both both players, Amet over his seven games, the toughest three teams, Yale, Penn, and Cornell. So those are solid teams that he put points up on. But Mike Sowers was doing it against UVA, Hopkins, and Rutgers. Rutgers was his, the smallest output I think he had, or maybe that wasn't. Maybe it was a game after. I'm not sure. Either way, UVA, Hopkins, Rutgers, I mean, Princeton, they were playing some decent teams, and he was trashing on them. He trashed on UVA in Princeton's upset of them. So that's brutal. Cause I think that I think Sowers was on pace to, to win it similarly to how um, uh, Pat Spencer won it last year. 
So that's terrible. Once again, though, all these players get red shirts. I talked to a couple of dads and in and to just give you insight into what the red shirts mean for some of these guys, you know, um, the parents have to pay for these kids to go to school largely. You know, these kids are getting lacrosse money, but these kids are all not full paid rides with no loans and no, no parents putting money up. One, uh, one player, a, a Penn state player's father, I won't name names because I don't think it matters, but, uh, he's not one of their seniors. His father or that, that kid's father had said, like, looks like I, you know, got one more year left until retirement, because if his kid does decide to use that red shirt, that's another year that he's going to have to help keep that kid in school. Penn State does not pay for everything. The I think the misconception is that these kids are getting full rides across the board and they are not. There are very few kids that, that have full rides in lacrosse. And even the ones that do, it's typically a bundle of academic money and grants and all sorts of things come into play. I know Chase Scanlon got a really good package from, from Syracuse based on his heritage and, and things like that as well. So there's a lot of things that go into getting, getting these students packages, but most, the overwhelming majority majority of these kids are paying an arm and a leg still to go to college. So it's, it's, we, it's going to be interesting to see how many kids decide not to. I know there's a Syracuse player whose dad I was talking to that said his kid had a, a, a job lined up for after graduation. So what are they going to do? I mean, is he going to just eat a senior year here and decide to go work? Or are these kids going to decide to come back and do a year of graduate school? How does that play? There's a lot of really big decisions that are going to have to be made by these kids and their parents and the the schools themselves as well. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So that's rough. So I mean, it's one of those deals where I, I, I'm, I'm getting behind the having to take necessary precautions and everything with this whole coronavirus thing. I'm not one of the, you know, the sky is falling kind of people, but I get it. The least, the less contact we have with other people, the less this spreads. Probably eventually, anyway, we're all going to end up getting it. But the idea being, let's just not overburden the hospital so that people have to die unnecessarily. Yes. These things have happened in the past and our reaction was nowhere near this, but the result also was maybe 10, 20,000 people died that didn't have to, but because social media wasn't what it was, because the media wasn't what isn't what it was or wasn't what it is, I guess I should say, um, it, it just didn't pan out that way. H1N1 was pretty deadly in itself, but that one, you know, and maybe we would have reacted the way that we did to, we have to this so far with that if we had the social media and the media, you know, in the current state that they're in. But the kicker with this one is how quickly it spreads. So, hey, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I don't really care. I'm not freaking out. Although I did buy two months worth of toilet paper. So, you know, morons couldn't cause me to have to wipe my butt with something less than Charmin Ultra Soft because I really love Charmin Ultra Soft. So the second that morons started buying toilet paper like crazy, I was like, yo, Let's get ourselves a two-month supply of Charmin Ultra Soft. And for any of my family members that ended up listening to this, no, I will not share my Charmin Ultra Soft with you in the event that you run out. That is for me. I did today buy two cheap 
um, rolls of toilet paper in case any of my family members end up not having toilet paper. I won't share my Charmin Ultra Soft with them, but I will share my Scott $79 roll that would make your butt bleed. My toilet paper is really nice to my butt. The Scott that I've bought in case I find other people who need some toilet paper, that's not going to be nice to your butts, but I don't care. I'm the one who stocked up myself. Uh, that's very selfish. I don't really, I'm not really that bad. So yeah, whole thing sucks. I feel for these kids. I feel for their families. I feel for the coaches, the teams, the schools, everybody that has crap on the line for this. It's pretty terrible. It's nuts that they canceled freaking March Madness. So that's all crazy. As we get into what are we going to do here moving forward here now? Well, we're going to spearhead the apparel thing. So this reversible here, this will be on laxfactor.com. This reversible here, laxfactor.com. This reversible here, you can go get that at laxfactor.com. Same thing with this one. All of them XLs. So if you're a grown man that's looking for a reversible to rock uh, in the summer, show off your hairy shoulders and back. Boom. You can get those at laxfactor.com. Never worn. They were all just samples that we ordered as we were ordering gear for teams. So like, there's literally just the kids that wore these and a couple of these floating around here. Uh, we also are going to put a bunch of gear up on our sideline swap um, locker. So link in the description there below as well so that you can go check out all of the crap that I do have that maybe has been worn once or twice or whatnot. And actually, I have the uh, anything that has my name on it, I'm keeping. So we'll still kind of cycle through stuff here. This one does not have my name on it. All of them will have numbers. My number typically was seven. So we'll do that. A little bit of PLL crap to talk about. Rob freaking Pinnell has decided to hit the PLL. So that's awesome. Guys like Zach Courier, Jesse Bernhardt, a bunch of other former MLL guys whose contracts contracts have expired. They are all jumping ship and hitting the PLL. It'll be interesting to see next year as well as a bunch of other guys contracts expire to see how many of them decide to join the PLL movement as well. Because at this point, that's kind of what it is. I, I think that the writing on the wall is the MLL is not going to be able to keep their best talent because it seems like the PLL just has a slightly more fun product, much better marketing, much better at putting the big name players in front of eyeballs. And that's, I think every big name player eventually is going to jump ship. So Thompson, he's next uh, once his contract is up. It'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. But Pinnell being the big one, Pinnell, Thompson and Pinnell are the two big cats in that league in terms of just name recognition, face recognition, um, and just being just nasty, all-time great college lacrosse players. And it's all translated well for them into the pro game as well. So to lose Pinnell is huge for them. Listen, losing Zach Courier sucks balls too but losing rob pinnell is freaking terrible for the mll and for their future especially as it sets a precedent you know moving forward for the other guys that want to jump ship as well so we have that that's hopefully what happens the nll is taking it week by week they're going i know they've suspended everything until a certain date but the nll is talking about getting back out there and getting back on the field and salvaging whatever they can of the season at least maybe getting back together and finishing it off and having the playoffs so i think we're going to probably see some nll action maybe as soon as three weeks four weeks um, but i think that they'll probably try to do something to end that season so as soon as that starts picking back up again we will get into that the new thing that we're going to do moving forward starting with this week is the podcasts will kind of shift from being about college across or lacrosse news and we're going to shift into education for the next couple of weeks so instead of hey here's what happened in the college across world this week what we're going to do is start doing a lot more whiteboard uh, tutorials uh, I think the first one we're going to do is just tips for the two-man game and uh, tips for running your man off picks effectively and we'll kind of just start with basics 
outlining basic concepts for offense and defense and do it on a whiteboard kind of setting. So we'll get into a bunch of educational stuff almost immediately. And then I don't know. I don't know. You guys tell me, what do you want us to do? Uh, pop it in the comments here. Uh, do you want us to do more educational stuff? Do you, we, we're getting out of doing film review. The other thing we're going to do as soon as we figure out what happens is if there's any high school lacrosse going on anywhere, if there's any lacrosse going on anywhere, we're going to start hitting it. So if we can find box leagues to go and record footage from, especially our local high schools, if they start picking back up um, towards the uh, beginning of April, and if they do have some sort of season for the high school kids, we'll get into covering that a lot more too now that we don't have the college game and any college games that do go on. I know I watched Tampa yesterday. I, I don't know if all of the colleges are just bailing and this is going to be it and everybody's done, but pretty much moving forward, educational videos, get into a lot of whiteboard stuff, drawing up plays, drawing up concepts, tips for how to handle different scenarios. We'll do a lot of that in the upcoming weeks and then anything else we can find we will talk about that as well. We'll probably get into just a lot more late night show talky crap. Throws start throwing up pics of our favorite farm fresh hair uh, from the farm. What I think what is it called? Farm fresh uh, lax or something like that on Instagram. That's always pretty funny. So maybe we'll start deep diving a little bit into other um, uh, Instagram, other social media brands out there that we like, that we follow, and maybe start interacting with them a little bit more. So we'll see what happens. As always, hit our sponsor up, sidelineswap.com. We're going to have gear in our own locker and sidelineswap.com, so you'll be able to go to that in the description. Go to laxfactor.com, hats, t-shirts, all sorts of stuff. Some of it branded uh, podcast stuff, but uh, more of it is just random crap, you know, random lacrosse themed t-shirts and things like that. So go to laxfactor.com for that. As always, be sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification notification bell, all that good shit. We are not going anywhere. We will still put content up every single day. Not every single day. Don't hold me to that, but we're going to put content up every single week, multiple times per week through this to try to give you guys something to watch. Probably a little bit more rambling and long form stuff as well that we may cut up in, into smaller pieces for the various social media channels, but we're not going to go away and we will keep entertaining you as much as we can as we figure out crap to talk about. So let us know in the comments what you want us to do in the upcoming weeks as we wait for the NLL to get rolling again and for the PLL to get rolling again. But as always, thank you for watching and Hoost is out.